Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker, and I'm just so sick and tired of Tim Burton movies. First, you got like Batman, you got like Beetlejuice, you got Ed Wood, and uh, what are some of the other ones that he did, like Through the Looking Glass, Alice in Wonderland, all that other crap. You know, I've seen so many of his good movies, but he's really fallen off later in the years, and no, nowhere is that more apparent than 2000s. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And it's just got all the Tim Burton marks all over. It's got the Danny Elfman score and the weird-ass sound effects. And everything looks all goofy and everything. You know, I'm, I'm just so sick of Tim Burton. Uh, Chris, yeah? Chris, that was a Ron Howard movie. What? Which, which Did I watch the wrong version? I It's it's a live-action one with, with Jim Carrey. Yeah, and it's got, like, the weird gothic architecture and the bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-buzz. Yeah, and, like, the, the weird... Like wide angle lenses, the fisheye lens, and everything. It looks all Chris, weird. And Chris, just... Chris, 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 Chris. It's a Ron Howard movie. But it, but it was really dark when you go into like the even the whole town was dark. Even during the day, it was dark. Like it's 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 Tim Burton, and Helena Bonham Carter was in it as that one woman, right? Chris, it was Ron Howard, and that's not Helena Bonham Carter. That's Jeffrey Tambor. Please be PC. Okay, but you have to admit, I, it's, it's easy to think it, that it's, you know, that's Tim Burton when he cast Johnny Depp in the lead role, right? I will not deal with this any Okay, I'm I will sorry. not entertain this notion. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we watched the live-action version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, directed by Tim uh, Ron, Ron Howard. We're sure about this one? Director of future episode Solo, a Han Solo story. Chris, your thoughts on the troubled production? I, you know what? I I can't believe I'm <laughs> going to have to watch this. You know what Ron Howard used to be known for? He used to be known as that little kid Winthrop in The Music Man. I love that movie. 1962. You've never heard of it. But Gross. <laughs> it, that's a really good movie. And he's really funny as a, like a little kid with a lisp. And then he directed this. I love the sadness in your voice every time I bring up that Han Solo movie. <laughs> that's, that's, that one's going to hurt me personally, isn't it? Just remember every second that you're there watching it, that they literally filmed the entire thing twice. <laughs> they filmed a movie nobody wanted twice, and we do this for free. Capitalism actually works. Well, it's a, it's a good thing that's the only Star Wars movie I have to watch in my future. So the Absolutely. Movie... <laughs> Hope you got your tickets, because Wu Lad hit as hard to find seats. Oh, shit. I didn't even like think to get my seats. Boy, it'd, I really, did that last night and it'd be a real shame my if I can't see it. I'll probably just see it during the morning or something. Yeah, you're probably fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, Parker, I got I to gotta level with you. I love Christmas. I'm a big-time Christmas guy. I love the original animated Gross. Grinch more than most specials of any holiday. That's that's just one of my all-time favorites. I watch that every single year. Never get tired of it. 
That's absolutely disgusting. Uh, I hate every Christmas special. Even Charlie Brown? Fuck Charlie Brown. What about It's a Wonderful Life? What about it? It's a black and white movie not made by Kevin Smith. Keep it. You probably couldn't get past the title anyway. Uh, Miracle Miracle on 34th Street. Little Natalie Wood. Well, look, there's there's a lot of really great Christmas specials out there. We've I been just... over this. It's the Johnny Bravo Christmas special where Donny Osmond helps him deliver his package to Santa. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing else. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's it. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I love The Grinch, and I, I think it's just great. And when I heard that they were making a live-action version, I was just like, oh. And Mom and Dad were like, oh, guys, we're, going, we're all going to pile into our sled and go off and see it. And I'm just like, <laughs> do we have to? Can, can I stay at home and play with my presents? And they're like, no, you have to go out and see it. And I was like, oh. So the hot new Tim Burton joint playing at the local it's Cineplex. Ron Howard, actually. They told me it was what? Ron Howard. So, anyway, uh, you, you know, the original Grinch had like Bella Lugosi. No, it wasn't Bella Lugosi. Boris Karloff, basically the same guy. Same thing. Yeah. And he's doing a great job. And like the animation's really good. And the message is really good. And the music's really good. I just love watching it. Anyway. Um, so Jeffrey Tambor is in this. Yeah. Remember when it was fun to like him two months ago? (laughs) Oops. Yeah, uh, that was, that was enjoyable. Until my dad saw the preview of him in that show where he's cross-dressing and immediately changed the channel. What? (laughs) (laughs) My dad is Hank Hill. Arrested development indeed, liberal. (laughs) Speaking of Ron Howard. Oh yeah, he did do that. Anyway, uh, so if there's one way I could describe my memory of this, because I did see this in theaters, my memory Same. is that emoji. Don't mention the emoji movie. Is oh, dude, that, is the emoji where he's we're just, number two, Chris. We're number two. He's, <laughs> I'm just sitting there with like a straight line through my face, just being like, "Huh, movies have somewhat lost their magic on me." <laughs> This whimsy bores me. <laughs> whimsy. Oh my god. Uh, we might as well get it. Wait, uh, before we like get into like plot analysis and stuff that we usually do here. Parker, did you see anything? I've only seen one movie this week. It's a little horror movie that came out this year called Better Watch Out. Billed as a Christmas horror movie, which I'm always here for. I haven't even heard of this. I, I, it's streaming on Shudder right now, so if you have that, which you should if you're a big fat yeti like mm-hmm. me. It's fine. I enjoyed it a lot. But the big problem is it could be literally any day of the year. It has nothing to do with Christmas, and I feel like I was tricked. Don't make all the billing around it being a Christmas-themed horror movie, Christmas lights and Christmas sweaters on all the covers, and then you get in the movie, and it could take place on fucking June 4th. I was so cheesed. But other than that, it's fine. Oh, okay. I'm just a big baby. Uh, I like Christmas specials of my own, like Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, and Christmas Eve. <laughs> what about Black Christmas? <laughs> I'll go see that oh, with the Dura. remake. Yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, I saw Stripes, starring Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, John Candy. It's a nineteen eighty. Okay, never heard uh, of him. It's. I have to admit that was a really good movie. I'm. I'm a little bit embarrassed. That it took me this long to watch it. It's a movie I definitely would have loved when I was in college. I. I still really like it. I think it's really good because you can kind of tell that Bill Murray is. He's got some really good jokes like written down for him, but he'll just like pepper in his own little improv to make them even funnier it's it has nothing to do, do with you christmas think melissa mccarthy will do it justice when she remakes uh, it in come years. on i was having a good day you made a funny joke and everything <laughs> and i was just smiling for a split second 
<laughs> Maybe she can talk about her queen <laughs> or whatever happened in that movie that you paid for. Uh, I also watched yeah. the BoJack Christmas special. Uh, oh, that's a fun. One. I watched that one with Alex. I thought that was really funny. I think that might be my favorite episode so far. How far into BoJack are you? Uh, completed season one, and I heard this Christmas special nice. comes between season one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you saw so much heartbreak ahead of you. Well, it's it's not that depressing so far. It's like kind of nice. Must be nice should... connecting with the Mr. Peanut Butter. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like the show should be about him. Bojack. I wonder if they're going to kill him off soon. Meanwhile, I get to the episode where it ends with him just repeating, "Tell me I'm good." And it's like, well, I guess I'm going to walk around the apartment for four hours and think <laughs> about my life. <laughs> Must be nice to connect with the dog who laughs at everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. <laughs> yowza, yowza, papauza. <laughs> and jelly. <laughs> I was really hoping there would just be like one, like really hard to perceive. For, for that joke. <laughs> That's my favorite line! <laughs> Must be nice to not connect with Bojack. All I'm saying. I I don't see how I possibly could. He and I are just very fundamentally different people. Oh, man. I envy you. <laughs> the Mr. Peanut Butter of podcast. <laughs> I can't help it. He's such a likable character. He's a good boy. <laughs> He's a very good boy. Yeah, so he's like... You know, whoever his typist's name is, I don't remember. She's a girl. She's she's made the right decision marrying Mr. Peanut Butter. God, you have so many horrible things. Ahead of you. <laughs> oh man, uh, what else did I watch? I can tell you now, you're not going to enjoy season four. Spoiler. Oh yeah, like I'm going to make it that far. I have. You'll know when you get. I there. have committed to a TV show. So for trivia, we like the first category. Uh, I even get the tables. Team that won. They recommended uh, the show. Good Girls Revolt. Gravity Falls? That's a no, weird category. I wish. It was Good Girls Revolt, which has nothing to do with Girls Gone Wild, so personal disappointment. It's about journalism and women in 1969, so... Oh my god, my head got heavy and tired. Yeah. What? Yeah, anyway, it has a real-life depiction of Nora Ephron and uh, journalism. Is that Zac Ephron's sister? Yeah, I don't know. And <laughs> journalism and hippies and shit. It's 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 okay. It sounds it's, like a book. It's really sounds like a book. Each here's the thing. There are only ten episodes. I'm like, all right, I'm in the business. Each episode's an hour long. Fucking kill. So me. I was able to make it for through like fucking five episodes today. Save the other five for tomorrow, and I'll be ready for that question, which will probably be like, "What's Nora Ephron in it? Yes or no?" Or something <laughs> easy. Oh yeah, uh, Jim Belushi's in it because he's in everything that I watch. Oh, apparently, my God. You chose poorly. I, when Jim Belushi shows up, that's God telling you, like, nope, hit the old eject button. Hit the ejecto acido button on that Blu-ray player. <laughs> it wasn't a Blu-ray. It was on Amazon Fire Stick. But uh, I have to admit... I, Don't patronize me. Well, you know. Uh, anyway, that's that's what I watch. Any news? Well, I decided to bring up one piece of news just to hurt you deep in your soul. Yeah. Like, I could pull up the Warner Brothers revealing their whole DC Comics movie slate, but I have something else I want to tell you, Chris. Please do. Comcast has bowed out of their acquisition hunt for 21st Century Fox, leaving Disney the only (laughs) person. You are months away from not only having four Marvel movies and a Star Wars every year, but now more X-Men than you could have ever wanted. How is your life? Where is your God? Well, how, you know, more X-Men than I could ever want would be like one X-Men movie. Like, 
Correct. Like, come on. Fucking Disney buying up everything. They already own my soul in some capacity. I don't even know. See, like, originally, it's it's a my first reaction, like, this is a terrible thing for film. Like, one studio owning everything. Until I realized that the concept of Comcast owning a film studio made my soul hurt. Like, can you imagine how poorly run it would be? Oh, yeah, totally. But the thing is, like, okay, so we get someone who's really experienced. Disney's made some of the greatest works of all time, like Snow White and the Seven Doors, Pinocchio, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. So, <laughs> I think I did one worse than you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Twisted that knife right up in uh, there. Ah, salt in the wound. Well, anyway, it's it's not as though this is going to be a bad thing in the future. Oh, I can't see the straight face. This is going to suck. Hey, whatever makes Ridley Scott stop doing these shitty alien prequels. I thought she did a really good job in The Force Awakens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me just lay down here. <laughs> yep. Go ahead, Chris. Next story. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be down here. Yeah, so the news... I, I, I don't really know that I have anything else. There's a whole bunch of movies that were out that I haven't got to see yet. I haven't got to see Three Billboards. I haven't got to see Disaster Artist. haven't even seen Blade Runner 2049. I probably never will at this rate. Uh, you want my hot take on Three Billboards? Yeah, what is it? It looks like a movie that's going to be nominated for a bunch of awards and then never get spoken of again come March. Also, like Moonlight? Yes. Okay. See, also, Crash. Uh, well, movie's dog shit. Yeah, there's... Crash for you, I guess. I haven't seen Shape of Water. Haven't seen Disaster Artist. Haven't oh, seen Oh, Shape Bird. of Water. God just, damn it. Just been at home fucking watching Black Mirror and hating every second of it. Man, like, I've been spending all Shows my money on my fucking car and, like, the Christmas gifts to everybody. I'm not going to have enough money to go see Shape of Water. And I can already hear people saying, oh, get Movie Pass or something like that. Fucking, by the time it gets in, I, I all those movies will be out of theaters. <sighs> but then... Let me pull up the summer slate, Chris. Oh, Let me show oh, you how many just, movies you'll be seeing in theaters. But, oh. Three X-Men movies. Okay. Well, that's not so bad. You know, I, there, I'm sure I'll have other things to oh, watch. Oh, you're challenging me. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> what three X-Men movies could they be? It's not like they're going to be one, two, three. Oh, it's going to be a Deadpool 2. I'm going to watch that. That sounds like it'll be good. I... Ready Player One. I'm not actually gonna make you see Ready Player One. It's okay, dude. Wait, you, you can put that chair you back. You do realize that we're both gonna go you see can. it in theaters. I refuse. <laughs> You're gonna read the book then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Depend on me reading a book for this show. See how that pans. Yeah, out. I gotta tell you, when you you posted on Twitter, this is the worst paragraph I've ever read. I was like, how bad could it be? The planet Zemeckis. <laughs> holy shit by the way as we've said before it's totally okay to have different opinions you know not every movie's made for everyone but if you like ready player one (laughs) just fuck off yeah seriously like rate us five stars on itunes but don't talk to me like that's fine if you love justice league i'm happy that movie did something exactly but suck a million dicks if you think planet zemeckis is good also exactly the fucking like i traveled in my delorean it's like oh my god what i am going to I do to you in gym class today <laughs> holy jesus meet me by the flagpole at three o'clock we're going to settle this like men <laughs> oh my god i just want to cram everyone who read that into a locker <laughs> oh boy you know you mentioned crash and i kept thinking about crash when i was watching uh how the grinch stole christmas Oh, yeah, because, yeah, like, all the sound effects really kind of sounded like the Crash Bandicoot sound effects. Like, the boom, ding, <laughs> boom, ding, 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 boom, 
the scene where the Grinch had to fight Dingo Dial for their presence, I thought was a little contrived. Oh, by the way, in the remake, you can like totally double jump with a slide over him, and they could like beat him really fast. They're trying to speed. Uh, I mean, uh, anyway, so the movie starts off. It all takes place in uh, a snowflake. <laughs> hey, what the fuck was up with that? Listen, I've been reading a lot of Breitbart, and I don't appreciate yeah. the idea that snowflakes have anything to offer us. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, the Grinch is kind of a maggot chud. He's a, he's green, <laughs> nude, and mad up in his hill, and, and extremely hairy, and no one likes him. Uh, so it's just this big naked incel, furious because he had a crush on a girl and had to go live <laughs> in the mountains and eat trash. So, he's literally the neat upper. <laughs> All these normal who's. <laughs> All right, so movies, <laughs> be gone. You know, we're going to spend more time on this than we probably should, but the whole idea of it taking Correct. place inside of a snowflake. Uh, so basically, <laughs> each one of these snowflakes has its own little tiny personal drama going on. <laughs> and, you know, so you look outside and see the outside blanketed in snow. Uh, trigger warning for people in Austin. It's like each one of these is like all this personal drama, people yelling at each other and a whole lot of rampant capitalism. <laughs> All the snowflakes that do a long zoom out, and it's just a bunch of kids on a college campus. All guy shits in a diaper and goes, "What's wrong? What's wrong, snowflake? Triggered much?" See, the weird thing about it all taking place inside of a snowflake is, I thought I remember it at the very beginning of the movie. It was like one of the parts is like that's the framing device. Oh, it all takes place in a snowflake. That's why they look all so fucked up, and we've never seen any who's in the wild with their missing top lips, which really bothers me. Oh my god, I hate but, it. But. I, I gotta admit that the first thing I thought when it was like, and this all takes place within a snowflake, it's like that other Tim Burton movie where it all takes place inside one of the trees with like the holiday marker on the front of it. You know, if Tim Burton did such a good job with Nightmare Before Christmas, why do you have to do it again for this one? You know, I I just... Wait, was it... What a fucking hack. Wait, oh, it was Ron Howard too, too. Okay, well, anyway. So... Yeah, all I can think about. And at the end of the movie, they reinforce. Yeah, by the way, this was all in a snowflake. I was like, really? I forgot about that. But okay, I guess. Do they have... Triggered and much they have audience? snow within snowflake. Anyway, triggered biologists. <laughs> uh, so they move along and, uh, yeah. What's the matter, biologist soy boys? Remember how Whoville in the first Grinch was all like, oh, they love each other. It is kind of clearly established at the very beginning. It's like they're all very much about brotherhood. They're always happy and smiling and laughing and having a good, good time. Very relatable. And they I have to admit, there is a bit of excess. So they like doing a whole bunch of things, making a bunch of noise and eating and having a good time and everything like that. Fucking insane. Yeah. So the Whoville down here is uh, kind of kind of fucked up. Uh, they do the whole thing like skateboarders. They make up words and everything. Same thing with pro gamers like ganked. That didn't get old, by the way, at all. Oh yeah, everyone is just so beflabbered or or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, talking to your blabacorder. Talk to give this monkle to your uncle and ride in my boom tube. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, you know that actually did loot. <laughs> Cindy Lou Who, I got all these mother boxes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not funny anymore. Now I'm mad. Actually, that did lead yes, to a pretty good joke. It's like, let's see. I've got, <laughs> damn it. I've got a monkle for your uncle, a fan for your aunt, and a fan paw for your cousin Leon. It's like oh that. Me. That's a, that's a joke that actually gets me. It's like when you fuck up a rhyme. That's that's one I kind of enjoy. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, so people are running around buying each other presents and stuff, and uh, immediately I'm not happy because it's it's a way that it's shot. It's it's like kind of like the way it's like the cameras being used is really uh, kind of irritating, and everyone's voice is annoying, and the sound effects are just immediately Hanna Barbera. There's a bang, boom, 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 and uh. it is overwhelming immediately. Yeah, there's there's a lot of color, but it's very like muted colors, I guess. Even with stuff that's shining, it's kind of like, oh, it's it's kind of dark for most of the movie, and I don't really get it. Like it starts with this beautiful shot of a snowflake, and Anthony Hopkins is talking about Merlin and Transformers, and then it zooms in and turns into this ungodly nightmare of screaming and horns honking and presents. Merry Christmas. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, we see our star of the never. When you wake up, check your stocking for a gif of Anthony Hopkins getting shot by Megatron <laughs> and flipping through the air. <laughs> All right, so oh, I'm sending you the last night on Blu-ray. For God, Christmas. I hate you. Anyway, uh, I haven't picked out your gift yet because I haven't seen what you got me, and I don't know if it's going to make me mad or not. I have to plan accordingly. <laughs> I think it'll make you half mad and half happy. Uh, <sighs> Which is how this movie made me feel. Anyway, we move on to Correct. our, I hesitate to use the word, star of the movie, uh, Cindy Lou Who, who is no more Trash. than 12. And she's... Trash. She is garbage. Now, give me a second. She's played no. by a girl named Taylor Momsen. Are you familiar with Taylor Momsen, Parker? Yes, I'm very aware of her shitty band. Uh, I really liked her band when I was in college. I mean, we all I, do things we regret. Here's the thing. I had... I really liked... I As a child, I, the first two DVDs I bought were this and Shrek. So if you want to talk about decisions... Wait, what? And liking things. Why, why did... This? Yeah. Huh. It, I was probably, like, at Sam's Club with my mom. I was like, Mom, look! Grinch! <laughs> Just, you see something that says DVDs. Mom! <laughs> I want the full screen! <laughs> I've been nothing but a disappointment. Anyway. Just walking around holding my little Sam's Club cup and eating a hot dog. I, looking at Jim Carrey and the funny makeup. I, I thought Taylor Momsen would be, like, totally up your alley. That's, you know... Incorrect. That's not... Her band wasn't, like... Look, I had a bit of a weakness, slash maybe, kind of, sort of, still have a bit of a weakness for a raccoon eyes. <laughs> yeah, but she's not even Asian, so why would you be interested in her band? Shut up! Anyway. She's not an Asian woman or 70 years old. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn was the most beautiful woman who ever lived. You shut your mouth. And it, yeah, but she's in black and white, so checkmate. Uh, well. <laughs> Circle takes a square, idiot. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but look, she, so it's it's hard for me to say, yeah, she grew up to be an absolute smoke show in this, uh, without sounding like Donald Trump or Roy Moore. Tell me more about this beautiful child. She... Well, you know, the weird thing that stands out about her is everyone else in this movie has, like, the missing upper lip, and their noses are all bulbous and everything like that. And they make an excuse for the noses for all the kids. The kids don't wear the stupid-looking noses, probably because the kids whined and screamed about it. But, like, they said, oh, they grow into their noses later or something. That never explains the upper lips. The, the missing upper lips looks, like, really fucked up in live action. But, like, when you're drawing something, you don't include the upper lip because it looks like wrinkles and it doesn't look good. you got to keep the upper lip. They just live in a hell world where there's toxic waste everywhere and they're all deformed monsters. Yeah, there's a lot of hazardous waste that they have to throw away. Where does it come from? I don't want to know. <laughs> so the real... We're just watching this movie like this child going, I'm going to jerk off to your video in 10 years. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I did not. I did put it on my iPod, which is almost worse. Um, anyway, 
her songs really weren't very good. That being said, I am going to include them in this podcast. God now, so the the two problems. The pretty fuckless, my new band. <laughs> 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 All right, so the the main two problems with Cindy Lou Who are one, her song. Oh my god! I was hoping you would just break into then, a routine of it. Where are I you, Christmas? It was like that doesn't even Do sound you know like off the voice. top of your head. Who sang it in the ending credits? Because I forgot to look it up. Oh, I turned it off when I got to that point. Oh, there was like an actual professional cover of it and now i have to look it up i don't know anita sarkis because it was the year 2000 so it could be any embarrassing thing yeah that could i i have no idea maybe it was really i got my fingers crossed for like mandy moore or some shit no maybe it was uh who's who's the other guy you told me to listen to say all seal something maybe he's saying anyway okay okay yeah the the other problem with her is her hair it just looks dumb it's not her problem i guess it's the hairdresser or whatever but this movie is not winning any academy awards for best hair design or makeup unlike suicide squad oscar winning suicide squad we might as well just rename our team to that anyway uh (laughs) (laughs) the team of us here at terribleblog.net uh anyway Welcome to Oscar-winning Suicide Squad, LLC. I have to admit that uh, she is the voice of reason throughout the movie, which is nice that uh, Cindy Lou Who, who is no more than 15, is able to be the voice of reason to this entire town, where everyone's just like, this is what Christmas is all about, just buying shit. Why don't we include the monster? Little girl. He just talks about her <laughs> the whole movie. Jeffrey Tambor just yells at this child for ruining Christmas. Oh, yeah, he really gets on her, doesn't he? Like, uh... He... Are you happy with yourself? Like, okay. The one that really got yeah. me was when he called her a little, not-to-be-believed, girl. It was just like, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> hey, I, sir... He really owes oh, hearing Jeffrey Tambor accuse a woman of not being able to be trusted. <laughs> Don't believe this woman in whatever she's I was saying. About, I was about to be like, like Mayor, perhaps I could interest you in this Amazon Prime show. It's about <laughs> journalism. <laughs> Trans what? <laughs> I will not speak of it. No, Dad, I was just using your account while I was watching the house. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh... Anyway, she's uh, mostly normal, I guess. That that song was awful. Totally regular. Yeah, that's the worst goddamn song. The second she started, yeah, I knew every word of it. It was it was awful. Where are you, Christmas? It's, it's, it's like she went on to sing great songs, such as "Somebody Mixed My Medicine." I remember without even having to look. <laughs> I'm not proud. I don't even think I still have those on my iTunes, do I? I bet you do. Nah, I'm gonna search for them right now pretty nope nothing yep don't have a oh i have a pretty hate machine by nine inch nails basically same thing so uh <laughs> don't look for the torrent i'm not gonna do it uh <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about what might show up in chat <laughs> oh, fa- you're fine <laughs> fantastic uh anyway where do i go from here well the grinch Show. Uh, there's a oh, bunch no, of man heaven knows the, the, we belong way down below chris look i i i stopped buying their albums once i pictured her nude on the cover with that arrow going down to her butt it just looked weird because <laughs> he just, I was just like i don't want to be seen buying this anyway i uh a bunch of who's way down below man teenage who's. way down below this feels <laughs> you good you're gonna be like Okay. I'll yeah, stop. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sleeping. You're hurting me. <laughs> the 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 teenage who's and that's a phrase I hoped I would never say. They climb up Mount Crumpet, 
I had to remember that. Uh, they crumb, oh, Matt Crumbit's awesome. knocking his door, and he scares them away with a big loud thing. Something right out of a Tim Burton, uh, Ron, it's Howard, Ron Howard, Chris. Ron Howard movie. I need you to stay Ron with Howard me. Movie. And he goes down there to bother them and everything. And I gotta tell you, Jim Carrey as a Grinch, I you could have done a lot worse. Like he's very clearly my least favorite part of this movie, because he's just Jim carrying it up every scene. But also, no one else could pull off what he did. Exactly. So, like, I just have to accept, like, this is not for me. This is not a thing I'm supposed to like, but he did well with what he was supposed to do. Well, when you think about the original Grinch, he was very energetic and moved around a lot and made a bunch of... Ju- Wait. Oh, sorry. I was thinking oh, of uh, Ace gosh. Ventura. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Jim Carrey may not be faithful to the original movie, short cartoon, but there is one thing that he kind of nails... He does the voice, and it's actually really annoying after first five seconds. That voice, two scenes in, I was like, oh, fuck, how long is this movie? I was so happy it was under two hours. Which is, oh. you know, it's it's kind of oh, weird because, like, a lot of the jokes that he says are, I'm not kidding, really funny. He does make some really good jokes. Like, uh, what? Is, it's like, sometimes it's the little stuff. She's like, but, you know, you're going to be our holiday chairmaster. Don't care. Just, and, and, like, little <laughs> stuff like that reminds me of my father. And... There were a bunch of other oh, jokes. It's like buddy. dinner with me. I can't miss that. Or or solve world hunger. Tell no one. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot of good lines, but then he also has the old "Hey Jim, you know what? Just riff, just riff man. <laughs> just really, just let it go. Just use your whole body. Use the entire set. You know, we built this whole shitty looking cave. Just really explore the area. <laughs> and boy, does he not stop moving and gesturing. Those hands." put in so much oh work. yeah the and the fur attached therein i think like the one that really got me is uh this is the one that everyone loves where he starts imitating ron howard and that which by the way is not like bad but when he says no forget that we'll improvise just keep it kind of loosey-goosey i was just like oh my god he probably quoted him verbatim <laughs> <laughs> and uh all right jim one more for safety oh fuck no he's just dancing around the room like an asshole again. <laughs> i'm pretty sure oh no no he found wardrobe all right <laughs> Just keep the cameras rolling. I'm pretty sure he improvised that whole scene, but it's like, when he said, cut, print, check the gate, moving on, I was just like, that's, you know, that really isn't very bad. Uh, I said that a hundred times as a kid without knowing what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> just BT Ducks. Well, I like... Turns out I remember about 40 different quotes from this movie. I did not remember very much of it. I have to admit that I, it's not an adult movie, although there are a fair amount of adult jokes... The mistletoe above the yeah, ass, I was a kid. shoving his face into the cleavage. The whole subplot of that woman desperately wanting to fuck this green trash monster. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it shows that there's hope for anyone, Parker. Even people like yeah, other people. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, My heart grew three sizes. <laughs> My name is Nick Ferry. Also, uh, shout out to the scene where the Grinch comes down in a, in a basket with an umbrella on it and sees adult who's putting their car keys into a fishbowl <laughs> that was a weird one. yeah like of all the scenes as a kid i was like that? wait a minute that was one of those where i think it was like 10 when this came out and a couple years later you start to learn what these things are but this movie's still fresh enough in your mind it's like wait a second you start making connections like that's you shouldn't be talking about key parties I, in this silly monster movie. I mean, at this point, I was 11 years old, and I wasn't even understanding, like, the joke about, like, oh, he shaves and he has, like, the bits of napkins uh, on his <laughs> shaving injuries. Which, by the way, doesn't work. 
Get a styptic, <laughs> which reminds me of one of my all-time favorite jokes in uh, Mystery of Science Theater 3000. During the invention and exchange, they invent a giant uh, back shaver, and uh, Joel accidentally cuts himself somehow, and Crow comes in with a giant styptic. <laughs> <laughs> it's little shit like that that gets me. I don't know why. Uh, but we're skipping ahead. There are actually, again, that's the thing about this movie. It's it's very 50-50. There are jokes that are really funny. Like, where where he hands the uh, that that big arm saw over to the kids and said, Here, Merry Christmas. Make sure to run fast with it. Like, that's that to me is really funny. But then, like, where he's just jumping around and going, ah, mm, ah, Like, all like that. I was like, oh, dude, knock it off. There is a lot of just setting the camera down when he's in his lair. Like, oh, all right, God. Just, Especially when Cindy Lou Who comes into in the there. recliner and start yelling, I guess. Anyway, he saves Cindy Lou Who from being not even smashed. It's like a, it, it really did look like a Crash Bandicoot level. It made all the sound effects. They're crushing <laughs> oh boxes. My God, by the way, do you know what? So when we watch Batman v Superman. <laughs> How could I forget? There's the scene where they first reveal Batman and he's up in the corner like that. Oh, yeah. The hysterical laughter that came out of me while watching this this morning. Just imagining Ben Affleck, the fucking Grinch, hiding in Gotham. It was... It was not good. <laughs> Just Superman saying when the light shines in the sky, don't go to it. And as he flies away, it's because I'm green, isn't it? <laughs> Do you bleed? Fuck <laughs> up. Anyway, when he goes... Fucking a Grinch having a dream about the Whovilles working with bug monsters and attacking <laughs> Then the fucking Heffalump just appears in a fucking vision. No, no. It was her. <laughs> no, it's the Grinch dreams that he's in the fucking... He said fucking Iraq, and then the Lorax says, there used to be trees here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking trench coat Grinch finding kryptonite. Whoville! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. When you said trench coat, I really thought of Bane. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh... I was born in Mount Crumpets, <laughs> molded by it. By the time Christmas came by, I had no need for it. <laughs> he turns to Max. They'll be expecting one in the wreckage. <laughs> Just leaves him to die on that fucking sled at the end. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's nice that we found our comfort zone as Batman. <laughs> It all comes back to Batman. Oh, jeez. Fucking two weeks ago, we are talking about Jim Carrey just ripping, <laughs> and here we are. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so at some point in the movie... Uh, shit, I don't even remember what happens after that. So they're in the mailroom, they're starting to mail... Oh, wait, this is actually a really good line. So, like, again, there's, there's like, really good ideas where they're, like... Um, what, what, what were they doing? I'm, I'm looking for the quote page on here. Okay, so he's, like... All those, like, oh, we're sending out the Christmas cards and stuff like that. By the way, Parker, when was the last time you sent out a Christmas card? Oh, and my mom made me, like, 15 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. For me, it must have been, like, when I was in third grade or something like that. So, almost nice. 20 years ago. Anyway, he's so he's messing with it. He's sending out jury duty, jury duty, jury duty, blackmail, pink slip, <laughs> chain letter, eviction notice, jury duty. That's funny. I was like, hey, that's, that's a really, that's like a legitimate joke here. And... This is where I kind of veer off my criticism from normal. My normal criticism is just the movie just isn't very good. But it's more than that. It's like it's a remake. And my my number one rule with remakes is if you can't do it better, why do it at all? 
there are things that this movie does do better than the original Grinch. And that's number one, it's the humor. It's they have like half the movie is like really good jokes. The other half of the movie is abysmal. Not even like it's not even a joke. It's just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. So like that's the thing is like it kind of doesn't hit the point of the original. But if it's going for a new direction, I guess that's fine. But this is just so married to the concept of the original that like what's the point of even inserting these jokes? What's the point of casting Jim Carrey? What's the point of making an hour and 45 minute long movie about an eight page long book, you might ask? Yeah, like, I have to admit, like, for every one of those lines, oh, like, oh, sending out jury duty instead of a Christmas card, there's another joke about him being in a conga line. Oh my god. Just rip. There's just so much. Just, you know what, Jim? <laughs> just really, you know what, we've got all this stuff here. We've got, you got your day planner. This is, there's some jokes in there. Got your answering machine. Just go, baby. Just go. Oh, God. The... Put on this bathrobe with your unseemly body. You know what's weird is that one of the things that the movie does better than I expected is that Jim carries in all this heavy makeup. And you can tell that, like, this suit can't be comfortable and the makeup probably suck to apply. Okay. He he goes all out. He does his full Jim Carrey in it. And it's he's one of the very rare performers who can really work with it. You know who can't? It's like, did you ever see that adaptation of Cat in the Hat? Oh my god, that is a fucking nightmare. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and Mike Myers is very clearly restricted by it. He clearly can't he quite very do clearly anything. Did not want to be in that movie, but not have a chance. I sure hope not. That seriously, it's one of the there worst. There's some I've stuff ever seen. behind the scenes. He did not want to be there. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, meanwhile, Jim Carrey in here is—I wouldn't say he's liberated by it. In fact, I—he said he hated it so much he talked to a member of the CIA to, to get torture-resistant techniques because he hated it so much. <laughs> but. I mean, he really does go all out, and I guess credit to him for, he is trying, and I, I think everyone else in the movie is really, really trying, especially, and it sounds weird, Ron Howard. And, the, like, all the prop design people, like, it gets to the point where it's like, remember in Christmas Vacation, where it's like the light shining in the house, blinding them oh. and everything like that, it's a good joke. They try, they kind of try something similar with that, it was like, oh, I want to make my house really impressive and stuff like that. Uh, that The next door neighbor getting, like, the Gatling gun for... Uh, for Christmas lights. I was like, <laughs> boy, the prop designers really tried hard on that one. And here's the embarrassing thing. When I was a kid, I thought that was going to be like the main focus of the movie. I was like, man, I wonder who's going to win that best decorated house award. <laughs> it's like, it's getting to the climax. He's saving all the presents and Cindy Lou Who from crashing to like untimely Christmas doom there. I'm just like, boy, you know, I really think that Cindy Lou Who's house is going to win. Molly Shannon never wins anything. Just give her this. Who's that? She's so anyway. Good. Um, how dare you? But yeah, I'll say a lot of bad things about this movie, but I will not say anything bad about the sets and all the world building and everything. Yeah, I the, mean... The practical effects and the makeup. I love all It's of just it. classic Tim you, Burton. Baker. So one of the things that... God damn it. <laughs> oh, wait. I love you, Rick Baker, and your, your beautiful, slick, gray ponytail. So I have to admit, one of my favorite parts, and this is just me being a complete child, I'm pretty sure I actually did laugh at this in theaters, was the echo scene. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so he's That's, just like... Dude, that crushed in my house for like... Yeah, years. so he's like, I'm an idiot. They goes, you're an idiot. Then he goes, all right, fine. I'm not talking to you anymore. In fact, I'm going to whisper so that by the time my first reverberates off the walls gets back to me, I won't be able to hear it. You're an idiot. That's really funny. That's, that's That was fantastic. That's just good stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, I belly laughed hard at the joke where all the babies are flying in. Like, Looks like your boss. <laughs> and it's just never spoken of again. Yeah, uh, kind of weird having uh, the young wrench in there. It Boy, that guy was hideous to start, wasn't he? Oh, that thing is a nightmare. But like I said of the practical effects, that fucking animatronic nightmare Grinch baby, 
so strong. Now you wanna so you, you wanna know how to blow my mind. You show me this movie, and then you like I'm like okay, I'm waiting for the credits. I'll look for his name. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Warwick Davis's name wasn't in the credits. I swear I thought I saw him in the very end when they were all. I I could have sworn that was Warwick Davis. I thought Warwick Davis was a like 60% of the who's and B I thought he was going to be the uh, young version of the Grinch but that wasn't Warwick Davis you would think yeah. was he busy like what, what was he, he been was doing? he dead or no he's still alive he, he's still yeah. alive well maybe he was right, dead Warwick Davis. Anyway. but uh all right on to the Warwick Davis IMDB because my life is going over <laughs> uh no Warwick Davis is still alive I would know <laughs> I it would be the one week I wouldn't talk about how much I hate Willow Oh, he must have been busy doing Leprechaun in the Hood. Are you okay? Yeah, you you cut out all of a sudden. Are you all right, friend? Oh, and I guess he's probably filming Harry Potter. And also The Phantom and Menace. And also... Oh, who did he play in The Phantom Menace? Greedo? Some, just some small alien. Oh, thing. he probably played like Jabba the Hutt. They put him in like every single one of them. Like, just get under all this makeup. It's fine. Yeah, he was one of the, I can't even make a Babylon 5 joke. I don't even know who's in that stupid movie. Anyway, <laughs> show, whatever. Uh, so things progress in this movie. There's, I mean, how do I even summarize this stupid thing? Uh, Cindy Lou who goes on a, actually this is weird after watching Good Girls Refold. She goes on a journalistic investigation to interview people on tape for their recollections of the Grinch. The Grinch was bullied as a kid because he had a beard. I could barely see the beard. <laughs> then he has a shaving injury and stuff like that. He gets mad and he was always kind of fucked up. So the incel loser nerd gets bullied by the Chad fat Jeffrey Tambor. Now speaking as a Chad, he well also Jeffrey Tambor oh. is too fat to be a Chad. Speaking as a Chad, he deserved to be bullied. I'm sorry. This is like Charlie Keaton, newsworthy. Uh, Charlie Keaton, you know that the whole thing with him, but with this, fucking, he drew a picture of Santa Claus's sleigh going down in flames. He's got no reason to hate Christmas. Is he mad at Christmas because he saw a bunch of people putting their keys into a fishbowl? This isn't Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Four. Oh, could you imagine? I'm, that I genuinely thought <laughs> Just it was Jim Carrey walking around with a pickaxe, feeling <laughs> naughty and axing who's naughty whoms in their faces. <laughs> All the whoms down in whoms. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna use that in the description when I post this. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so anyway he gets ostracized and he climbs up the mountain of mount crumpet while he's eight years old screaming i hate christmas which is some dedication and <laughs> anthony hopkins apparently was not paying attention uh because he says so for whatever the reason his whatever were his shoes he went on you know around hating the uh, who's and <laughs> i gotta tell you th th this the, the Grinch has a reason to hate Christmas because he was bullied and tormented on it. No, he just has a broken heart because he, he's a monster that everyone teases. Yeah, anyway... That's the moral of this movie. Cindy Lou Who decides to go visit him again for whatever reason. I, I don't understand movies. Because this movie has to fill out a runtime. Yeah, I guess. So she goes up to visit him, and that is the worst scene in the movie because oh, fucking yeah. Jim Carrey just goes, Now, prepare for your... Doom, and it's just oh shit, guys! Jim found a shirt. <laughs> hey, he's ripping it. Oh my god, yeah. I I think uh, at that point, if I had taken one note, it would have been what is he doing? He there was a lot of like there. I had a lot of soul searching. Like, was Jim Carrey always bad? Like, has my whole childhood just a fucking no, lie? no? Jim Carrey's had great moments. He's he has a talented performance. He's even got good movies. But this is one of the ones where like you ever watch like 
like this happens in it happens in new movies and it happens in old movies too where you have the entertainer comes out and they're being all goofy for the kids and the kids laugh because the kids are entertained by anything taylor bombson wasn't even laughing she was just like yeah okay staring dead-eyed just like oh grinch why do you hate christmas it was more than that it was more like jim can we move on to page nine Yeah, we've been shooting this scene for four and a half hours. Don't you ever get tired? I was only thinking with a giant monkey with symbols. <laughs> I laughed really hard at the giant monkey with symbols. At the a giant monkey what? With oh the yeah, symbols that kept when he pulls his, his head, head out. I'm a child. Also, I gotta admit, I'm just I'm not saying I would have been a better director, but there's a whole lot of jokes that he just left on the floor. Like the when hey, when he turns his monkey? head to like look around at her, he should do it like really slow and like you could hear his neck snapping like like uh, a tree being chopped down. That would have been funny. Oh Jesus! That would would have been great. Or just like move his eyes and do the thing they do in Courage the Cowardly Dog, where it sounds like a wooden chair <laughs> being dragged across a wooden floor. <laughs> All these jokes for sound effects. It said they went with boom, 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 boom. You know, come on. That's right, Shandy. Look at the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the the entire time I, I saw that monkey, I kept thinking of Merlin Shop and Mystical Wonders. Of course, how could you not? When he starts, when he was holding the thing's symbols closed, I, I just imagined saying, "What are you doing, Dave?" <laughs> That's right, Cindy. <laughs> he was bullied by kids that look just like you and your friends. Oh God, Martha, Grandpa Borgnine <laughs> telling Cindy Lou about the Grinch. <laughs> Anyway, the white cat got sucked up by the vacuum at the end of the movie, and they never recovered the body. That bothered me. <laughs> but Max got it worst of all. <laughs> oh my god, that fucking dog! Max is the cutest thing I've ever I seen. Didn't, I didn't. No, him. I got kind of annoyed with Max in the movie because you could. How no, no, no. Max was fine, to me. but what they were doing to Max. Because when he walked in and he was dancing to that Christmas song about dogs, he's just hopping around on his little back paws. I was like, oh, someone's making him like dance like that for a piece of cheese. <laughs> Jim Carrey's like going through CIA torture <laughs> techniques to not kill himself. His dog can dance for off-screen treat. <laughs> he already broke his brain on that fucking Man on the Moon well, movie, and then they put him in this nightmare. We makeup. will say that. The- <laughs> That that dog was a very good boy on set. He is the best boy. And I love yeah, him. he was. He was probably listed as one of the best boys on the credits. Moving on, Jim Carrey decides to go down and accept his award. Uh, he keeps talking about, oh, is there a check? He makes that joke like three times. I laughed the first time. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even then, I thought the timing could have been better. I, though I do like, it's like, wait, so I won something? And she's like, yeah, that means someone lost something, right? <laughs> He's like, was there like emotional the distress? Where, and she's like, I guess. <laughs> where he rips the tablecloth off the table and everything stays. So he just runs up and shoves it all over. Uh, yeah, that like one, that even then, I was kind of expecting him to just like kick it over or something. He's so goddamn furious. <laughs> I kept thinking about that scene that was done way better in uh, in Ghostbusters. Well, most things are done better in Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, that's enough Bill Murray. I mean, when you get so many funny women from SNL together. Your mic seems to have cut out again. Really? I wonder how that could have happened. Okay, good. You're back. Yeah, we're talking about Ghostbusters, but you cut uh, out. Okay, so moving on to the Melissa the McCarthy of version of Stripes. your microphone. <laughs> what was that? Don't worry about it. You'll hear it while editing and be really mad at yourself. Oh, well, anyway, uh, 
So he goes down and uh, they they kind of torture him while he's down there. They're like, let's give him the full holiday treatment. Boy, I don't want to be the cheermaster. That sucks. They keep talking about like Hinsidi Lu who sets sure. us up as like it's a one who deserves a backslap or a toast the most. And it's like so it's a guy who's been having a rough time and stuff like that, shoving food down this poor guy's gullet. <laughs> Just cramming cheesecakes in this fucking gaping green mouth. Oh, it's time to be... With the close-ups of his open mouth chewing. Time to be the fudge judge. Time to be the cummies critic. Like, come on. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Blue ribbons all around. (laughs) Blue ribbons for blue veiners. So... (laughs) So they... Oh, nine roper. (laughs) <laughs> Enough about Jeffrey Tambor. So, uh, oh. Oh wait, I thought you said nine groper. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so he's having a rough time down there. He has to be in a conga line, and he seems to enjoy it. He has a sack race, and again, he seems... See, that's the thing about the movie. Again, it's very 50-50. It doesn't seem to know what it wants to do. He is appearing to have a good time while enjoying the Christmas festivities. I thought he hated Christmas. It's like... Yeah, that was like the I guess thing. All he needed was someone to be nice to him. Yeah, like by shoving cake, fruit cake in his mouth. Speaking of fruit cake, that one grandma's got a grandma got run over by a reindeer oh, Christmas okay. specials. <laughs> oh, yeah, that could have gone anywhere. Oh yeah, that was whole whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, say if you want to have this conversation offline, you don't. have So to I might have been checking Twitter for uh, updates about the Patriots game, which we will not discuss, and. He got for his first present was an electric razor. Was that like a misunderstanding or did they do that? Did the mayor set that I, up as a cruel act or something? It looked like the mayor did it on purpose because it cut to they had like these random five or six extras because I guess that day they couldn't make up the whole oh, town. Of course not. And they kept laughing every time it cut to him talking about the razor. Yeah, I'm not sure what he thought was going to happen. I, I, I don't really, I, I don't get it. Don't tease the giant green rage monster. Yeah, who, again, stuffed his face in that woman's cleavage and said, oh, hi, Martha. Sure did. Why did she say that name? Why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gonna, we're going to have to do that fucking voice for everything now. I'm, just, I'm never going to do, like, another Ben Affleck voice or even another Christian Bale voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy this movie's in our canon now. I'm not wearing hockey patch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, what's, the, what's that don't voice? have to shave you, Cindy. <laughs> Just let her die on a train. I should have called the Marx Brothers. <laughs> oh, I'm ashamed. But we are getting kind of off track here. So anyway, he ruins Christmas for him. He belches fire on a Christmas tree, drives around a tiny little car, crashes it, which leads to a weird explosion thing. Was that played for serious? Even or? as a kid... Who doesn't understand how movies work or anything? Even as a child, I was like, "All right, this should be almost over now, right?" Yeah, boy, it keeps on going. And I still feel it? that way now. So anyway, they're just like, "Gee, thanks a lot, Sunilu. Who? Let's just shit on this little eighteen-year-old and uh, stupid fucking bitch, you dumb goddamn woman." Yeah, they, they keep like they really do shit on her. I don't, you know, it's kind of mean. And the family as a as an extension there. Uh, it's never really made clear that those are uh, his sons who went up to the Grinch. Although they do, again, that's another one where there's a good joke. They didn't even need Jim Carrey for it. It was like, oh, they were just playing with matches or defacing public property. You know, nothing big. It was like, oh, that's a relief. <laughs> there's some good lines in this yeah, movie. you know. But it does that thing you gotta do. You just throw out a hundred and then 50 of them stick. Cool. You know, that's I call it the uh, 90s family comedy movie, except this came out in 2000. Exactly. It's, 
It's for children. Like, they're going to laugh at most Yeah, but that's the thing is then you include the adult jokes. It's like, oh, this one's for the adults. Like, when he goes down, dressed as Santa Claus, first of all, he sings a song, does a terrible job of it. And he goes down there. Oh, my God. And it's like a rocket-fueled sled of like oh that's that's great I, just, I, I immediately i started thinking about fast date the opening scene where they just put dots <laughs> on the back Grinch <laughs> just driving backwards over the finish line as a sleigh the explodes in Cuba. <laughs> the sleigh explodes with accident <laughs> <laughs> that that poor poor max played by paul walker anyway uh it's, how yes. dare you that's twice tonight you've done this to me and i don't appreciate <laughs> so it so he goes along stealing everything and uh, he is kind of funny as Santa where he's talking to Cindy Lou Who and uh, she's like Santa? He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Stoke Cold Steve Austin reaction there and uh, here's the- for me to take her presents give me a hell yeah <laughs> He's, dr- <laughs> he's uh, like Crushed just imagine him holding Kurt Angle's medals over a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch coming into town with a beer truck and hosing down the hoose. Man, this is a good choice. This is all worth it now. It's me, Whoville. <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> You all bought it. Even Max, my closest friend, bought it. <laughs> oh my god. You know more than you let on. Yeah, there we go. Clever yeah. girl. Uh, so Man, the, Vince McMahon's actually the only one who could pull off the cartoonish performance as well as Jim Carrey, if you think about it. This is kind of like when Alex told me that she was really into Jim Carrey and Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> you should ask her about this movie. Look. Anyway, the, the scene that really sticks in my... To ruin world. that friendship once and for all. Sorry, what? Ruin that friendship once and for all, where she goes, No, I think he's really good in the Grinch. And you just stare at her and slowly point towards the door. No, well, she she didn't. I don't think she likes the Grinch at all. In fact, when I went over to watch Bojack with her, she was just like, I was like, Oh, well, the next one, it's on Netflix. It's the Grinch. And she was just like, No. She was just like, I'm straight up not watching that with you. And I was just like, Oh. Can't believe you got curved by the Grinch. <laughs> she is our own personal Grinch. Uh, she says she doesn't like Christmas music either, which is a shame because there's so many great songs that you love so well. Incorrect. Oh. Yeah, I love that we play music in my store now. Oh, cr- great. Which version of uh, Santa Baby do you like the most? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> there are so many, Chris. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Holy God. <laughs> oh. Dude, I used to work at Pat's Bar. We played like three different versions of that awful song. <laughs> it's the Madonna one is the worst though daddy it's cold outside uh, you know that's the thing is like Roy Moore was interviewed by a 14 year old girl can you imagine oh, if they sang that no. song together it's just that would have been like don't put this evil in yeah, my head come on now uh, I have no idea why I brought that up anyway there's a scene that really sticks in my cross when Jeffrey Tambor's asleep and he grabs the dog and he puts the ass in front of Jeffrey Tambor's face he kisses <laughs> the ass and then the dog crawls away and then Jeffrey Tambor's smiling like, I had to get it out we kept getting off track 2017 is all about eating ass <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor ass eating season time. is Christmas season <laughs> <laughs> ass eating season fire it's, you know it's really weird is they, they made that tonsils removed twice uh, joke <laughs> twice like wh- yeah, why yeah it seems like a weird detail. It's a line that I bet Jeffrey Tambor improvised it the first time, and then they're just like, yeah, let's do it again. It was a really great riff. Kids love callbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they love getting your tonsils removed twice. I never even got my tonsils removed, like, once. They love eating dog ass. <laughs> Which, again, like... And then the dog crying and dragging its so ass So, we gotta... Really, I gotta say this here. 
Really? Dr. Seuss? This is what he had in mind? The, the dog <laughs> ass-kissing scene? I mean, this movie might have been bad, but it was the cat in that hat that made their estate go, no, you can't do live action anymore. It has to be a cartoon if you ever adapt our work again. What? Was that the breaking point for that? Oh, yeah. That literally broke that. There's like, nope, no more. It still led to the Lorax, which is way worse than this. I've never Dude, seen it. Dude, keep it that way. It is so unwatchably bad. Oh, I see a bet in my That future. makes me want to chop down trees. Oh, nice. I'm not kidding. I'm not even trying I mean, to Christmas be... Christmas like... trees, Chris? The Grinch burns down. A yeah, tree, which uh, and then the movie should end, but it goes on for. Well, it's like in that minutes. other Tim Burton movie where, like, you know, Sally's holding a Christmas tree and then it burns down. And stuff. I hate you. I hate what you put in my head. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to divorce these two things. Well. Anyway, so he steals all their Christmas stuff. He brings it up to the top of the mountain, making poor Max, who was a good boy the entire movie, carry the whole thing. He's about to dump it over, and then the Who's start bitching. They're just like, we are sad. They actually, st- they're literally going boo-hoo. That's not the Grinch, dude. I forgot about that. I forgot to go boo That's That's not, boo. that's not what they do. That's, that's not what the Who's do. The idea is that the Who's were, and it's like, oh yeah, they had a moment of doubt, but then they were like, oh, I love my family and stuff like that. And they redeemed themselves as other sort of things. It's complex or whatever. A simple story can be told simply. You, you don't need to fucking do this. Yeah, but you also don't need to do this movie as a whole because it already well, exists. It probably made a whole form, bunch of money, a stinking piece of crap. Oh, it did. You and I were both there, oh. fat kids, well, a fat kid and a chat and training. <laughs> chat and seats. training, yeah. Uh, Junior deputy chat. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta tell you, so anyway, Cindy Lou Who somehow, had, how did she get in the, in the sack? Don't think too hard about the way I worded that. I certainly uh, didn't. You know what? I paused. I stopped myself. There we go. Um, yep. I don't know. She just kind of appeared like, hi, right, uh, now, I'm going to die now. He was just like, well, it's just a bunch of stuff. It doesn't actually matter. And then uh, Cindy Lou Who's like, hi, I'm a mortal life that you have to save. He's like, oh, fine. Hey, Grinch, we're all going to fucking go to hell tonight. Do, oh, shit. You know, okay, even though you're a bit of a Scrooge yourself, you have to admit, even in the original Grinch cartoon, when his heart grows three sizes that day, that's a heartwarming moment. And it's like his face it's is just so happy. Moment. His eyes turn blue and everything. And here he starts to have a heart attack. He nearly dies and he just screams for 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that, that is the entire climax the climax is definitely the worst part of this movie where he's trying to save that thing from going over the edge i was on my phone like half that time it's like geez there's nothing happening like do something here yeah my notes almost completely stop at like the hour 15 yeah mark. there's really not much more to go on anyway he brings the presents home martha may falls for him again because she has a thing for green Oh my yeah. He, oh, did you hope that as a teeth. child you'd get a movie about a Grinch who fucks and with the termites in his teeth? Really? This is what she's this into? Grinch fucks, dude. Uh, he lays so much pipe. Yeah, like a seasick crocodile, or whatever that song. Gee, says. it's a seasick crocodile. Yeah, it's you know we could have. That's a very bad rendition. Of that it song. is a. It fucking whops. That's my least favorite. Scene. Which is a shame because the original version of that song by Boris Karloff. That's a really good. Or wait, I don't know if it's Boris Karloff or the guy who does the voice of Tony the Tiger. But either way, it's. <laughs> what the f- I'm pretty sure it's one of them. <laughs> that's the weirdest fifty-fifty split I've ever it, heard. It's either Frankenstein or the serial tiger. Wait, hold up, Tony the Tiger. If you say actually Frankenstein's monster, I'm flipping this table over. Well. You know, uh, was voiced by voice, 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 
uh, Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah, that's who it was. It was Thurl Ravenscroft. That's not a name. Yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft. He was that guy from Harry Potter. Anyway, uh, fuck <laughs> you. He he also did a lot of voice work for Disney shit. So basically, what what gets? Uh, oh God, he was also in Return of the King. The that, animated version. Bad? Oh, yeah, yikes. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> no bueno. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to do that to you. But uh, anyway, yeah, he's the one who did the original song. That's that's a good song. I don't mind hearing that when that one's on the radio. When that one's on the radio, I always listen because it's funny. It's It's got funny lyrics and stuff like that. 39 and a half foot pole. That's, that is pure Seuss right there. And then you got this version where he's just like, uh, I wouldn't hurt you. It's 39 and a half foot pole. And it's just... Come on, dude. Jim, just fucking go for it, man. <laughs> also, you're going to do the entire song. Every verse. And, and like do like the teeth chattering thing, which they really went all out with his teeth like that, didn't they? There is a lot of teeth in this which, movie. There's a lot of close-ups on open mouths chewing, Which really got to me, because like whenever you, they zoomed out of his teeth, whenever I saw it, I was just like, oh. But in the cartoon, it's funny, because he does like that slow grid that opens up, and he sees his teeth are all fucked up. That's funny. <laughs> In live action, it's just not funny. Now, speaking of that grin, in that first scene with him, and he does that slow motion, massive grin, I was like, okay, I guess I see why you cast him now, because it's perfect. Uh, yeah, that's the thing is, he used to be known as like the, the man with a rubber face, because he could just do all this stuff, and you can tell, and it, and it works out in his favor, but, oh wait, now I'm thinking of the episode of Batman the Animated Series with Clayface. Dude, it's on Amazon Prime, <laughs> oh, you gotta man. check it out. Ron Perlman is Grinch, better movie. Ron Perlman as Hellboy has cringed. Listen, I would definitely watch it. And he would have to shave Absolutely. too. <laughs> so is he the shape of water? Anyway. Dude, I'm going to see like five. I'm going to see like fucking five movies this week. And I'm going to have no funds left. This is one of our shorter episodes. And you can probably tell why, ladies and gentlemen. Because there isn't a whole lot to say about this movie. Besides, it's not as good as the original. It's a little bit funny. But mostly kind of but annoying. It's not, not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, before it started, I was writing down shit like, this is like a cherished Christmas film for our generation. Apparently. And those people are all monsters because it's garbage. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine, but... If I had kids, like, if a woman found me not physically repulsive and accidentally reproduced with me, I would not be upset if this was on with the kids. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know if I would put this on for my kids. I would, I'd be like... I don't know. I think they could find something a little bit more intelligent to entertain them. Like, Muppet Christmas Girl. That's better. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm just such a sucker for all the effects and all the sets because all these sets are fucking. Yeah, great. but it gets like it gets to a point where it kind so of feels much. like you're waving keys in front of your kid's face to keep them entertained. Although my favorite well, uh, set was actually it was a prop where he's got all the Christmas music. He's like, oh, so joyous and triumphant. I have to drown it out. Where he starts putting like nuts and bolts inside of blenders and turning them on. That to <laughs> me was really funny. Like things like the crash test scene, like. It's a pretty inspired idea. I will admit the line about uh, even that it's, it's there's a way to like grow your kids up. It's like kind of dark humor. Kids need a bit of dark humor. People, I think, I think people shelter their kids a little bit too much. Like you can't even say kill anymore. He when he says for his answering machine, if you utter one syllable, I will find you and hunt you down and gut you like a fish. If you want a fax, press this asterisk key. There's some good shit in this movie. Like I I laughed more than I thought I was going is to. Is it weird that Santa Claus is in this movie for like five seconds? I guess it makes sense. It wouldn't work without him, right? I completely forgot about yeah. that. Santa's in there, for what that's worth. Uh, anyway, just, uh, the whole movie, he's just walking around with his 
rain dick just flopping about. So what does Whoville do on the days that aren't Christmas? Is it like Christmas Town? They just uh, get ready for the next one? Key parties. They just oh. start <laughs> and sucking and making more little hoos. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad when you put eight Who songs in this episode, by the way. I'm not going to... What do you mean eight Who songs? There are two. There's... There, where are you, Christmas? <sighs> and there's Dahu, Dore, Deflategate, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... I'm not going to... I No, I'm definitely going to put in a Pretty Reckless song. That's... That's oh, not... A, I'd be disappointed if you did. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to download Heaven that knows. album somehow. Somehow? Yeah, somehow. Whatever. Anyway, uh... I can't think of... There's not really a whole lot else to say, right? Not really. Like, it's weird that I love all the sets and the world building and everything, but how it looks like it's taken right out of one of these books, but I hate almost every scene with the actual Grinch in it. Yeah, even when he's telling a really good joke, he almost immediately ruins it. Yeah, it's like... It's like a compliment sandwich, but instead of compliments, it's shitty jokes. Like, I... It's like, hey, there's a good one! Oh, no, ruined it immediately. All goodwill gone again. That's the thing is, even like the scene at the end where he's like, maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas means a little bit more. Indeed. Fuck that. Like, Fuck when you. he says that with that serious face, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of whenever fucking uh, Robin Williams was trying to have a serious, heartfelt moment. But Robin Williams <laughs> could pull it off like 33% of the time. Robin Williams just sitting at home watching this movie like, Fuck you. This shit is mine. <laughs> I have to do Death's movie. Boom. Can you imagine if I was a Grinch? <laughs> Oh my Jesus, no. Take about 100 minutes just to go, hey guys, Christmas isn't actually about presents. <laughs> Fuck you. Imagine. If I get home and there's not a PS2 under that tree, I'm putting my head through the drywall. <laughs> For reals. Do you ever, oh, it's actually about family and everything. Really? Because family can play tag and tag tournament. All I'm saying. Garbage. <laughs> Fuck this movie and its message. Well, one final question here. Would this movie have worked? If it had never been for the original short or the original book? That's a good question. Actually. Yeah, I... Well, even, like, as a kid, I had, like, obviously I'd seen the short, but I didn't have it memorized I or did. anything. And even as a kid, like I said, about an hour in, after the he burns down the tree and leaves the party, even then I remember being like, this is probably almost over, right? Like, I'm about ready to wrap it up. Even as a small child who has no concept of time or how long movies are, the movie felt 45 minutes too long. It really was very, very long. It And, like, even the scene... Again, there were a bunch of wasted scenes. The scene with the Gatling gun Christmas lights. I guess that was shot for the trailer, right? Because, like, there's no reason for it to be it's... in there besides showing us, like, oh, people are missing the original point of Christmas. But they don't do anything with that. That neighbor doesn't even come back. Like, in theory, I guess if you're going to have a full-length movie about the Grinch, you would need some sort of backstory. But also, do you really? It's, it's kind of more fun not knowing about him. But I feel like after 90 minutes, I'd be like, why is he such a cocksucker all the time? Give me something. Not, I did not know something would be a nightmare puppet baby that eats plates and glass. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's like, thing is we've, had, we've had so many Christmas specials that we already know that the point of Christmas isn't rampant commercialism and, and just spending money on things that you don't even need. So what's our next movie for uh, next week? Oh, man, you know what? I fucking hate capitalism. I hate how everything's just designed to make money. And I'm sorry. Sorry, I was just unboxing this Funko Pop of a pork. Because, my friend, we will be seeing The Last Jedi. <sighs> I wish it was the last movie. Are 
excited.